Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to speak to you today. It's been a whirlwind of the past couple of weeks. I hope, I pray that you've had a wonderful Christmas time and I hope you've had some time to spend with family and with friends and maybe you even had some good food thrown into the mix. I know I did. Over these past few weeks, I've had the opportunity to travel internationally. I've gone on an adventure or two. I got to spend some time in Myanmar, Thailand, South Korea. God has been very good to me. And now today, I get to tell you a little bit about it. But I also want to bring a short Bible thought this week. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles and go to the book of Joshua. I'm actually coming to you right now from a hotel room in Thailand. Can you believe that? Those of you that are watching the video version of this broadcast on Facebook or YouTube, you will notice that behind me, there's a hotel room. And yes, right now, it's not a green screen. It's not some set. No, it's really here. And right out the window, I can't open it up because the sun is absolutely blinding right now. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. But right out that window, I'm on the seventh floor of this hotel, is a beautiful vista of Bangkok, Thailand. And just a little while later today, I'm going to go and spend a few moments out on the streets and maybe even take a few pictures out there and just do a little bit of sightseeing, nothing too much. Tomorrow, I actually get to spend some time in a public school, a Thai school, and I get to preach the gospel to some lost Thai children, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, of course, I may be letting a cat out of the bag. You may not realize this, but the vast majority of the time, these broadcasts are pre-recorded, and I hope I'm not absolutely deflating you, and you thought I sat down in a studio and I'm talking to you live right now. Hopefully, I'm not giving too much of a peek behind the fourth wall and, and kind of breaking the suspension of belief, but of course, as I'm sitting here, in Thailand, speaking to you by way of the radio waves through this microphone, and yes, across time and space, because I highly doubt most of you are in Thailand right now, I'd like to ask you a question. Would you like to go on an adventure? You say, hold up a moment, Brother Micah, you've gone on an adventure, have you not? Yes, I have. I have it's, been, it's been wonderful. It's been just absolutely amazing to experience other cultures. Of course, uh, my family and I, when I was a child, we lived in Germany, in Europe, for four years. I've been to Israel. I've been to Mexico. I've been outside the United States of America. But as of late, this is the first time in a long time, and it is my first time in Southeast Asia. And it's been an absolutely wonderful experience thus far. But I ask you, are you ready for an adventure? And that's where we find our place in the book of Joshua chapter 14. There will be some lessons that will bleed through throughout this week of broadcasts from my time. And as I bring them by way of illustration into this message, this Bible thought, I'm going to ask you to ponder for yourself, are you ready for an adventure? We're in the book of Joshua, chapter number 14, verse number 6 says this, Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said unto him, 
Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. We're setting a little bit of context here. The children of Israel, they are taking the promised land and Caleb is bringing the receipts. He's bringing the remembrance. He's recollecting a previous conversation that he had with Moses, the man of God he calls. And Moses, of course, now gone off the scene. He did not go into the promised land. But Caleb is bringing to mind in front of, well, he probably wasn't an exceptionally young man, but the, the successor to Moses as leader of Israel. Caleb says, do you remember Verse number seven, let's continue on. Forty years old was I, this is Caleb speaking, when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God." Remember that old song, 12 men went to spy in Canaan, 10 were bad and 2 were good? Well, who were the two good ones? Caleb and Joshua. There's a lesson in and of itself. Most people wouldn't be able to recollect the 10 bad ones, the ones that gave an evil report, the ones that caused the people's hearts to melt, as Caleb said here. But Caleb said, I brought back a report that said we should go in, we should go fight, we should go do what God wants us to. To do. Verse number nine, and Moses sware on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. So Caleb is given a promise by Moses many years before, forty years before, and now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. Verse 10, as he said, these forty and five years. Even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. So it's been 45 years since this promise was made. Children of Israel wandered in the wilderness for so long, and Caleb, by the math, says he was 40 years old when he was that man, the spy that went into Canaan land and came back. He was a full-grown man, and now he's 85. But here's what he has to say about this. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain Whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be that the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. That's strong stuff. Those are some firm statements that Caleb makes here. He seems to have a lot of confidence not so much in himself, but in the God that he serves. Verse 13, Joshua's response. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron for an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, unto this day, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. 
Now, in the coming days, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week, we're going to look at this character of Caleb. We're going to look at his character and the character of Caleb. We're going to think about what made him who he was and why he was willing to go on this adventure, even at the advanced age, even for this day, in the Bible of 85 years old, but in the few remaining moments left to me today of this broadcast, and the few, brief few seconds that you and I have together, I'd ask for you to engage your mind and listen as I explain to you why I believe we all should go on an adventure. Why do I believe that the best is yet to come? Why do I believe that this adventure, and we'll talk about the adventure a little more, why is it worthwhile? I believe the best is yet to come. I believe the adventure is worth it. I believe we should strike out on the trek. I believe we should get going because of past blessings. Can I tell you, God has been so very good to us. Think back on all he's done for you. I'm not talking about the materialistic things. It's amazing to me to think walking in these tiny villages, maybe 85, 90, 100 people in a village in Myanmar, bamboo huts, just relative to the way I'm used to living, relative to the way most Americans live, absolutely different. And to think that those people, I, I, I saw one of them as he was being witnessed to, as he was led to the Lord, to see him, this Burmese man, formerly a Buddhist man, come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and to receive the blessing of salvation. When I say past blessings, I'm not talking about the blessings that can be purchased with money. I'm talking about the blessings that money can't buy. Not a big house, not a big bank account. I'm talking about what God has done for you. I believe the best is yet to come. I believe the adventure is worthwhile. Not only because of past blessings, but because of current circumstances. Look around you right now. I don't care if you're in the biggest, most palatial mansion available. I don't care if you are in a bamboo hut in Myanmar. Friend, this is not heaven yet. We have not yet arrived. That means there's still an adventure to be had. Even if it's the journey, the split-second journey from here to there when God calls us home. Friend, there's an adventure ahead of us. And the best is yet to come, not only because of past blessings, not just because of current circumstances, but because of future promises. God has promised us much. I'm looking forward to him making good on those promises. You know why? Because he always does. He's never once failed us. There's an old song, and there's no need to doubt him now. He'll make a way somehow. What does it say safely? This far Jesus has brought us. And there's no need to doubt him now. I hope you aren't doubting him. God is faithful. God, yes, is just. But God is so very merciful. And if you're listening right now, and you've never 
safely trusted in the promise of Jesus Christ and his eternal work of redemption when he died for you on an old rugged tree, then friend, today could be the day of salvation. Let me encourage you to accept the free gift of God's Son before it's eternally too late. If you'd like more information or you have a question about what I've just said today, text me. I'll give you the phone number one time real slow. Text me at this phone number, 309-316-7240. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for His glory. I'll tell you more about my trip in the coming days. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.